Check to see where you're looking from. <clears throat> Pay no attention to the story of you. <clears throat> That'll take care of itself. You know how to do that. You've been doing it long enough. Put your attention in. Drop so deep that the sound of the water boiler is like way out there. Feel the effortlessness of it. And if this is new to you, there will be effort to go there. But after a while, the effort is to plug into what the mind is saying. And it's totally natural to be outside of all of it, to be at rest. flips back to the natural order. try to work it out. Rest on the inside. And go as deep as you can. If there's a sense of presence, deeper than this. If there's a sense of awareness, deeper than this. Don't look for a landing place. There isn't one, and it's perfectly fine. Deeper than this. Emptiness.
Don't let your body fall asleep. Go deeper. Let go, let go, let go. Relax. Dissolve. Melt. into nothingness. And deeper than that, enjoying the state, go deeper than that. Go deeper. No reference point. Nothing. Check to see where you're looking from. Is mind entertaining you again? Ignore the distractions of the body. Go deeper than that. 
your body is screaming at you now, put your attention where it was before you had a body. And stay awake. Outside of all of it. Deeper than space. deeper than all the story. <clears throat> but any story seems so far away. that isn't empty of anything outside of all of it. And deeper than that, have no validity <coughs> at all.
let your attention rest in the deepest, deepest beyond. And if your eyes are closed in your own time, I'd like you to open your eyes without creating story. Let the action happen. Let seeing happen. And maintain your viewing point in the depth that it is when your eyes are closed. So let the eyes open and no shift in your attention happens. No shift. Your brain is able to register sight without the personal default mode network, the self-referencing, being stirred at all. Let seeing happen without it being self-referenced, without it making story. Let seeing happen. Seeing happens and there is no story. I guess everybody who has their eyes closed is asleep. <clears throat> Can you keep your attention outside of all of it and your eyes are open? If it's new for you, it can feel kind of weird in your brain. So what you're doing is you're allowing, showing your brain how to function well and efficiently without running every little um, activity through the self-referencing. How does this impact on me? What does this have to do with me? How do I feel about this? Let me judge this scenario. So you're removing the me, myself, I from your neurology. That's what happens when you wake up. You don't use that self-referencing anymore. Seeing happens, but you're not the center of what is seen. Because there's no you, you know? It's another way to explain it. And so again, let's go into questions if there's questions. And... Be aware of how you as an audience member are perceiving when there's story unfolding in front of you. <coughs> how much of a narrative is going on in your head? Or can it just be, you know, happening out there? Just like seeing is happening without you having a yappity yak chatting about what is seen and how it impacts on you and what time is it and I need to move and I'm sleepy and I would love to sleep and you know uh, just stop it all just 
stop it all. It's garbage. It's just me, myself, I. Bullshit. Stop it. Stay outside of all of it. There's nothing wrong, ever. <clears throat> so do the work if you're even sitting in the audience. Do the work. Continually watch. Am I completely stuck in that story or can I be, you know, interested in or, or gleaning some information from what's going on up at the top of the room and still stay outside of all of it. You need to be able to learn how to do that. So the chair is open if there's any questions cruising around. I think that's it, actually. <laughs> Question answered? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I love this teaching inside of business. <laughs> Do you know that frequency that you hit? I just want to talk about the laughing for a sec. <laughs> what I what <coughs> drive you to. Which um, will have mascara streaking. Uh, um, <clears throat> there's a, 
kind of a zone of perception. It's almost like tuning a radio, really, and you hit across a particular station, you know, and there's like existential fear, and then there's, you know, the space, or time, space, and then fear, and, you know, existence itself, because fear really has its, um, uh, has its roots in, in the disappearance of all of it, you know? It's like when, when the first idea of separation came in, fear came, it's like, what the heck is going on here? When consciousness kind of started believing its own movie, you know? And so existential fear cruises around that area. And around the area where you kind of see, oh, existence itself, even the idea of existence is just another concept. It's totally empty. There isn't existence of anything, actually, not even of... Emptiness, there isn't even existence applicable to that. Um, and around there, you know, there's this frequency where it's hilarious, where this whole game is just ridiculously funny. Um, and it's beautiful when you hit it because it, the absurdity of it like, no matter what way it presents, it's hilarious. And it feels like, if you haven't felt it, I want to describe something that might do it. I remember, you know, have you ever been in a, in a place where you're not supposed to laugh? Like you're at a funeral where you don't know the person. <laughs> and you get this! It's hilarious! Or you get the giggles and you just it's the wrong place according to society, but you can't stop laughing. It's, it's that kind of like nonsensical hilariousness. It's that feeling, you know? And the ridiculousness of, of, of life. It's like, there's, and at that point, there's, no, there's, no, there's nothing alive that can actually that can be there to take it seriously, that can be there to believe it, because believing it means taking it seriously, you know, it's like, they kind of go hand in hand until they split um, further down the line. It's like no matter what it what presents, it's just, it's, 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 it's beyond ridiculously stupid, you know? It's nice when that that laughter arises. It's good for the body mind. I guess that's what they when they talk about the cosmic joke and that kind of stuff, you know. Where are you looking from now? Are you in story? Are you outside of all of it? And this is kind of happening on a screen way down there, like a little old-fashioned portable TV, you know? Small, small screen, not big, large, where you're in the middle of the uh, 
star performer of the script on stage. All of life, all what's happening, even the satsang is down here on a little portable TV screen. And the perspective is way outside. Not too bothered by it, actually, whatever it plays. So it's much softer than the observer. You know, the observer is looking at the television. This is way, 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 way deeper than that, huh? Way deeper. It's not being aware of itself. None of doing that stuff. Uh, deeper, deeper, deeper. Where there's no identification at all. We spoke about that last night. So just in case you're here today and weren't here last night... Don't tag on, oh, this is what I am. You know, in the deepest place you're in. Don't bring, oh, this is the truth of what I am. Don't, don't bring any identity at all. Emptiness without identity, please. Identity becomes a ball and chain. So if you have something you want to ask and you have a secondary thought that you don't want to go up and ask, then come up and ask. Don't be playing two layers. Do you know? Then the mind is really in control. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, because I can see some people are, are, are in thought, but then there's another thought. Yeah. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you're so deep in. Come on, honor it. Yeah, hi, Tanaka. Hi, hi. Oh, whew, thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, oh. so I, I have this back and forth kind of situation that I'm in the thick of navigating or kind of getting insight on. Of, um, mm-hmm. You know, there are... I feel like there are times where I, I have these glimpses where everything is the same and it's such a relief and it's like, oh, yes, you know, and it's, it's such a relief. And it, it does feel like there's this more happening back, back here and it's like, oh, this is, this is very um, subtle. And I, I'm, I'm aware of it, trying not to get also identified with that or like the ego to get hooked into that look uh-huh. like aren't I special you know but it's like you know it, it feels very um like like there's new new stuff happening in, in recent past or something and Good. then and then alongside of that you know I'm I'm in a life situation where I, I have an elderly mother she's 82 she's getting <laughs> to a point where I, you know, she's going to probably need more care. I'm going to be very likely in that role of maybe even being living with her on the day to day. And I can, and I, I she, she was recently in um, a very odd auto accident where I, I was, you know, I, I had to go and, and um, help her uh-huh. sometime. And I could feel like, you know, like my, my consciousness totally contracting and totally going into this, you know, very 
kind of familiar, but kind of, you know, it's even more painful because there's been some experience of kind of more expanded states, and then it's like, oh, crap. Like, yeah. I've just, and it's, it's a very visceral, I, I feel like I can see on one level my mom is, she's a very decent person with a lot of good qualities, but it's old stuff where I'm like, 14 again yes and it's a very it's it's not even a mental thing but it's like i contract my physical being contracts yes and you know i'm trying to navigate this of like okay allowing her to allowing myself to hate her if i need to quietly yes you know to call her all kinds of names if i have to yes and it's like oh that doesn't feel good but it's like okay so then then you know i'll, I'll feel like okay i'm gonna you know, maybe try and try and you know be loving and see she's suffering and compassionate and it's like well but that also feels a lot like trying to do something and then it's like okay I'm, I'm gonna just try and and not to, to realize I, I can't control this I can't control this and sort of I, I feel at times I I, I don't that I, I don't know if that's helpful at times either because there are just so many layers there, and it's such a visceral kind of shutting down that happens at times. And also I can feel how my mom and I are so kind of intuitively connected where, you know, we'll be in the same room together in the kitchen, and I, I'll know exactly what she's going to say before she opens her mouth. And it's just like, oh, this is, you know, icky, or, you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm trying to really feel like, okay, what is it that I want from her? Mm. Mm. That seems helpful to just mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what do I need from her? What kind of response do I need? And it's like, well, that, that seems a little bit closer, like something helpful. But um, it's just, you know, this thing of I feel like I'm like ping-ponging between like these two very different parts of consciousness and the the contrast sometimes feels very like like back and forth yeah 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 and on and on one level it's like i can also accept this this on one level is okay maybe i'm not going to understand it right now but in like eventually there's there is still kind of this okayness even in kind of the kind of the frustration or all the negative feelings that I have. So, <laughs> so it's soupy. It's great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <clears throat> you know that, um, uh, that sentence that gets thrown up around a bit, like if you think you're enlightened, go live with your family for yeah. a couple and of weeks, you know. And, saying and, that to myself a lot. Yeah, it's, and there's such wisdom in it because that's, that's the test. Yeah. That's where the buttons will get pushed. So that's where the next stage of work needs to happen for you. Yeah. I would plunk you right in the next bedroom to your mother. <laughs> plunk you there and say, stay there. See it out. See it out. Stay there. Yeah. You know? First thing that comes up um, in what you said is that let a deeper level of honesty with yourself kick in. Because there's a sense of how it should be. And then you can hear these feelings. Oh, God, I want to hate her. Oh, that doesn't feel good. And it's like, 
why doesn't it feel good? Like, who's this one saying it should be one way and it should be another way? Align your own honesty with, I'm going to honor that. I want to call her a cow today. Sometimes it feels like having Tourette's syndrome. Sometimes it's like, yeah, I'll just, like, like the meanest things in my mind will come out and, and it's sort of like, yeah, I don't feel okay with it. But maybe... Why? Which one is more authentic? I'm not sure because that feels like like such an extreme or such new territory that maybe it's like the needle has to come a little bit back to center because it's sort of like I'm I'm going through a lot like a like a can we a push the needle into where you want to be nasty yeah okay push push oh, okay. yeah let's go into that okay. if that's there what are we going to do deny it run away from it judge it okay. that means we're burying it we're yeah. capping it. We're making it not okay, so we're not going in to pull it out to see, well, really, what's going on here? What's underneath mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. I want you to be that honest with yourself so that you don't judge anything that's coming up. All the shoulds, how it should be yeah. towards your mother, ditch it. It's not appropriate anymore because that's creating an, a level of uh, dishonesty with yourself. That has to go. The brutal self-honesty and the integrity that has to come with this path mm-hmm. looks like <coughs> if you feel like your mother is a cow, then you sit with that and own that feeling. Mm-hmm. That's where the honesty kicks in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whatever is showing up is welcomed. Mm-hmm. All of it. No denying. Okay. I think I'm getting better with that, but it's sort of like maybe I haven't gone through it completely. Maybe I have to... Yeah, because every time you kind of say something, it's like yeah. it's, we've, we've got it down to Tourette's, we've got it down to it doesn't oh, feel okay. right. It's like you say something and then you have to qualify it because that's not really yeah. that's not really who you are. You want to pull the needle into the middle. It's like, let's talk about the crappy, shitty stuff. I mean, that's trying to okay. come up, but you push it down every time you bring it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let it come up I mean you're only judging yourself yeah 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 that's your own game yeah 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 well it's hard sometimes it's just hard not to because there's all that cultural stuff and then it's sort of like and then there's this whole layer of she's an elderly person and I'm here to help her then if I'm here to help her well why am I in you know I'm, I'm in like really bad mood or you know and it's like to me that that doesn't fit with my pictures of what it means to help somebody yes so all those pictures have to go okay because there's something unnatural they're learned there's something inauthentic about obeying those pictures because you're not allowing the natural movement of your true nature to do what it needs to do hmm that level of honesty. Yeah. Do you see the kind of honesty I'm talking about? It's hard to... Maybe not completely. Maybe yeah. not... Yeah, without... Yeah, it's like there's a set of... There's a set of rules which have come in from, you know, wherever. Family, society, culture, yeah. you know, we, we all listen to them all day, every day. 
But there's a set of rules that you don't see are rules because they've helped you. So, you know, they've, they've, they've made you who you are and you like the person that they've made you. Right. Okay. They're not useful anymore okay. because they're guidelines. Yeah. It's like when somebody is following religion, they're trying to find God, but eventually the religion is like, okay, it gave me a decent set of values and it kept me in good company and it did certain things, but now it's the problem. Right, okay. And we got a free fall into what God is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we've got to free fall into, well, what is authentic for the Tamiko woman? And can we... Get, can, can, can she, in all her magnificence, be allowed to express and to recognize and to acknowledge whatever is going on inside her without judgment? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can allow yourself to see that part of you. Yeah. All right. Now we're looking at self-honesty. Mm -hmm. So this isn't about your mother. Your mother is just a catalyst. Right. It's not right, about right. her at all. Okay. But she's a great catalyst for you. She's bloody great. Yeah, yeah. She can be a teacher for the next five years. Yeah. So, if you hear yourself saying, I feel in a bad mood today, it's like, find some way to vent it. Paint it, write it out. Find some way to acknowledge it mm -hmm. so that you're doing something different rather than, oh, I should. And you're suppressing what's actually authentically coming up for, for expression, for release. You're suppressing it with a rule that you learned somewhere. Mm. Okay. Mm. I I can I I can sit with that. I feel like it has to percolate. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, and it's it's also confusing when you know it's it's like people are you know, elderly and frail, and so, you know, there, like, there's this element of, you know, well, I don't want to talk to this person for the next week, and then it's sort of like, you know, if I did that, and then there would be a situation of, like, oh my goodness, this situation went wrong, or, you know, like, she needed help with something, and then, and then it would just be, um, you know, I, I, it, it's, it's mm -hmm. when somebody... So your mind would use that to punish you then? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have another layer on top of it just to keep you trapped. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, the beauty of it is, if you have that sense, I don't want to talk to this person for, for a week. Yeah. It'll rarely actually going into not talking to her for a week. Okay. That's rare. Okay. The acknowledgement of I don't want to talk to her to a week, for a week. And what's beneath that? It's like, okay, I totally own it. I don't want to talk to her for a week. Why don't I want to talk for a week? What stories behind that motivation? So the more you dig out and you'll say, I remember her doing this to me when I was 10. Oh, the bloody cow. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, all right, okay, so there's anger, there's resentment. All right, okay, come on. And by digging down and acknowledging it all, you'll actually be fine. You'll actually be like, oh, 
Okay. She doesn't have that power over me anymore. It's about you finding your own power, but you have to sit with it yeah. and be brutally self-honest and dig up what's the root cause of every reaction. That mm. at the moment when the reaction comes up, you're putting in the rule of good behavior. Right, right, right. Or rationalizing it because she's a little old lady. Right. You know, you're yeah. rationalizing it in yeah. some way so that, so that it's like, oh, we're not going there because we're going to be good. And it's like, that's got to go. That's, that's stinky now. That's not working for you. You see? So it's a methodology for you to work with what's my authentic feeling here? Mm-hmm. I can still help her and make lunch and stuff, but I'm going to disappear actually for two hours then and unpack mm-hmm. what these feelings are and feel them mm-hmm. and, and, and love myself through it mm-hmm. and give myself what she couldn't give me. <sighs> you see? Yeah. What she's able to give you now is a greater gift than what she couldn't give you when you were a child. That's very important for you to remember. That's very important. It doesn't always work like that, but for you, that's how it's working. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it it feels very absolute and kind of very stark of just like impersonal. Very like... No. And so, so I, I think another layer of that is, um, you know, in, in family, there are expectations of, pe- you know, history and people being a certain way. So, so being okay with, um, you know, not being hooked in, I guess, to you know, like being, you know, seen as, as different than 10 years ago. And, yes, I, let that come. Yeah. That's just self-image. Yeah, yeah. Stop protecting the old self-image. Mm-hmm. People are entitled to their opinions. It doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. They're just opinions. Don't even go deep enough into them to see if people have misunderstood you. Oh, yeah. That's way too dense. People are entitled to their opinions. Let them be misinformed or whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's beginning to free up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it feels like a lot, but it's like, okay. Like there's part of me that's like, I can do this. I, and, and, and hopefully not just in this like grit your teeth and endure kind of way, but in, in a way that I can c- kind of see the, um, y- you know, the, the grace in it. Oh, it's full of grace. <laughs> it's full of grace. Oh, goodness. Yeah. She's going to press every button for you. Uh-huh. She's going to be the most intensive therapy you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And it's totally coming out of love. From her at a soul level. Right. Totally. (laughs) This is her way. I can see her like. This is her way of wrapping up her karma. Yeah. Let her do it. Okay. (laughs) Uh Let her do it. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, It's very beautiful. I don't know if you can see that yet, but it's very beautiful. They're moments. They're moments. But I guess, you know, it's, it's also easy to place, you know, maybe a, a high, a, a ton to higher value on a certain kind of unusual experience than, than, you know, these kind of very familiar, very, you know, these, these contractive feelings that just are like, oh, I hate this, you know? But I, I can see that it's... They are the gold nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> They're the things that are stopping you from going back. 
Uh-huh, okay. Because you know the way the contraction is in front, you know? You shrink yeah. and you go back and there's expansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got a few uh, tethers, like you, you've got a few chains that keep you contracted and moving towards that issue. I want you to dig up where the chain is buried. You see? Dig it up to free you, to be back and stay back. Mm-hmm. That's why you've got to go in and dig up this stuff. You have to. Mm-hmm. You're tied into it. Mm-hmm. So you're contracted because it's able to pull you in. Yeah, so yeah. you have to shrink when you get close to it. And it's able to pull you because yeah. you haven't dug up and resolved what's underneath it. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, you can stay back. So your highest teaching is to go right into that stuff with your mom. Mm-hmm. That's the gold. <laughs> Welcome it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, be grateful for it. Oh. Be grateful for it. Uh-huh. It's not a linear path in terms of a hierarchy of things. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. The densest ones are the last to go. Okay. Yeah. They're there the longest. They've got the most concrete about them. Okay. They're the ones that keep the movie looking real, you know? Oh, Keeps yeah. you buying into it. They're always the last to go. So. Okay. And that's why so many people avoid, no, no, I can just let go of that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Find some integrity and you'll find, oh my God, I still run this crappy story actually about yeah. self-worth, about, you know, yeah. Yeah. sexual perversion, about I still run this. I just, hi- I don't want to admit it. It's like, all right, okay, there's lack of integrity. And that's what it is really, is lack of integrity. And these things are being used by the lack of integrity, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to start with self-honesty. Mm-hmm. It's about self-honesty. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's making you obey what you should be, what looks right. The self-image is actually the thing that, that you want to maintain rather than, actually, I don't care what the consequences are. I'm going to be brutally self-honest here. This is how I feel. This is what's going on right now. I've got to sit with that. In the meantime, I've got to make her lunch, but then I'm going to pull back take some time for myself and take this one for a walk and find out what the heck is going on. You pick up a stick, you whack the bark off a tree and you're like, okay, I just chopped her head off. Again, (laughs) again. All right, so be it. You know, that kind of honesty to honour it. Okay. (sighs) And you'll give to yourself what she couldn't give you. Mm Hmm. I guess it's confusing because it's sort of like if I was say say hypothetically if I was an elderly person in need of care I don't think I would want somebody stomping around in my space who was angry at me you know but <laughs> maybe I would maybe if if the need, if the necessity was there and it was like you really did need care it would be like just the fact that you're Cooking them their meal is like... So do you hear what you're doing now? Kind of, yeah. Tell me what you're doing. Describe what that is, where that comes from. I'm not allowing my experience to be my experience. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's very much a, a <laughs> caregiving energy of, of maybe putting the other person first or... It's more that your mind is finding excuses 
to not give you permission mm-hmm. to, to do this healing work for yourself. Because you've hypothetically, to use your own terms, you set up a hypothetical scenario yeah. in order to make it not allowed, not okay oh, yeah, yeah. to do this work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, you have to do this work. Yeah, or better look next time. It's really come back with legs on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Embrace it. Move in with her, or have her move in with you. Go after this. Okay. Go after it. It is such a gift. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's helpful. That's helpful. She will be fine. Mm-hmm. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking from a bigger picture perspective. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and it's so potent for you in 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 the you know the bricks and mortar of how this works on a practical day to day level. Mm-hmm. That's still so potent that you can't see karmically what's going on. You you can't see what's going on. It doesn't matter if you're stomping around the house. It is such an insignificant thing compared to you waking up and she getting free of her karma. It's like, sorry, mum, you know, I, I just thought I shouldn't do that so you can't burn out your karma and I'm just going to come back next time, you know, and, and face this stuff again and have more courage next time. Mm-hmm. Do you oh, see yeah, what you're yeah, weighing yeah, up? Yeah. The reasons you're weighing up to not do this, don't wash. Something huge is being offered to you and you're happy to take the little crumbs on the table and it's like, look up here. This is the most fantastic nutritional thing you're ever going to have. But no, there's some breadcrumbs here from last week. I'll have these. I'm like, look at the bigger picture at what's happening and go for it. Okay. That's kind of what you're doing. The contraction has you down here on the floor. I think it's because, you know, over many years, I've been kind of there in various ways to, you know, kind of, I, I guess in my mind, do things to, quote, help her out. Sure. And now it's going to another level. Yep. And so, so there's almost like a, a weariness or a burden, but it's like, it still feels necessary. It still, it still feels like, okay, here we go. Like... You know, this, the, it's, it's like, I, I feel like, yeah, I can't, I can't turn my back on it, really. Yeah. I hope you can't. Yeah. Yeah. F- for your evolution and for her evolution. Mm-hmm. That's why. Okay. Not because it's because the right thing to do. I don't care about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't care about that. <sighs> you can do this. Yeah. It's, it's actually light. It's actually, whoa, here's my opportunity to shift a hell of a load of old stuff. Here's my, embrace it. Mm-hmm. Celebrate it. It's like, whoa, another big load of gunges up today. Great. Oh, Celebrate yes. it. Welcome it. Right. Yeah, really, yeah. welcome it. Okay. Mm. Okay. Can you see it? I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm yeah. in the process of seeing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the... the <laughs> The layer that we're, we're dialoguing about now is where you can see the story with your mother from the wider view. Right. That's what I'm inviting you to do right now, the last couple of minutes. 
so you know because you kept seeing it from inside inside the small perspective of what how it should roll out yeah and it's like see it from the wider view here yeah she's your teacher right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see yeah keep the wider view otherwise you get caught in it you've got to keep the wider view yeah i'll i'll I feel like I'm going to do my best to hold on to this. Yes. It's, it's, yes. You know, parents, it's like, it's really, it's a big, it is a big one. Uh-huh. You know, it's a very big one. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great opportunity. Yeah. That's where the real ugly stuff lies. Yeah. Okay. You can do it. Okay. Thanks. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Might be good to listen to this part of the audio again and again and again and again until until you're, you're like, oh, I know now what she was talking about. That would be good. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's like there's just as many people here as last night. Um. I feel like non-dual is definitely my path, <clears throat> but I feel like I'm having trouble um, negating all this, negating, making all this not real. Mm, uh, yeah, I just want to jump in there, Tracy. Yeah, for sure. Um, making it not real, it's more recognizing that it's not real, because if you make it not real, then your mind is doing it. Right. And it's about taking a step away from your mind to where you go, oh my God, it really isn't real. So I'm inviting you to recognize that it's not real. So if you don't recognize it yet, that's perfect. Right. Stay with what honors you, because that's the only authentic okay. place. Yeah, because I, like, I feel like what I feel is that I'm in this world of form being half. Like the universe is really smart, and it's placed me, I feel like this is like an egg of form, yes, and it's placed me here in a local perspective, yes, and it's hatching me, and I'll eventually evolve into something developmentally into something enlightened eventually, many incarnations. But um, when I hear like negate this and go into the abyss, this non-local, non-defined, it almost feels like an imbalance. It's, to me, how I try to understand it is it's relational. So I go from abstract back to local, to abstract. The, the, the balance is relational. Yeah. I find steadiness here, and then I can step back and go there. Right. But where I was getting caught is when it's all, this is all negated. Yes. Like, then I, then I, I panic. Some part of me starts to panic. Ah, good. Yeah, really, really panic. Oh, that's great. Go through that fear. Go into that panic. Oh my that's God. great. Yeah, that's a layer of fear coming up because your mind is like under threat. So it will throw up fear. Yeah, it's totally. throw up fear. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. That's when you're on the edge of something. So terror, you've got to... Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the layer of existential fear I was talking about a little bit earlier in this session. Right. It's like that experience of awful, awful, all-consuming fear. Yeah, you've got to go through that. And you discover it's about nothing. But while you are a slave to it, while you're like, woo, that's fearful, I'm not going there. Well, you're back then into 
boing, back into mind and into story. Yeah. It's in charge. But your fear is nothing. It's like, just... like I understand over-identification with this layer would make us more dense and move more into form and stories become more real. I understand that. Uh-huh. But to completely annihilate this, it's just absolute terror for me. Yeah, but we're not negating it and we're not annihilating it. Maybe that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And where I'm getting stuck. Yeah. Um, what what might... And as well, um, you're saying it's relational. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's this and there's that. That's the dualistic perspective trying to come with you. Okay. You see? Right. Right. As long as there's relational, separation is still running. Because right. there's me and you. There's this and that. There's opposing balanced zones of perspective. Right. You see? Right. And the non-dual is outside of the two of those. Right. Like I went really deep, deep this morning. Yeah. Really, really deep. Yeah, great. It was amazing. Great. Very non-dual. Like just way out there. Just like way just, out. Okay. No mind. Okay. And I was, I was fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your energy is amazing, by the way. But because um, <laughs> it really helped me to go deeper. Sure. But um, I don't want to give up. I, I, I'm attached to this, not in a negative way, but I'm, I'm attached. <laughs> is there an attachment that's positive? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> so it's like. Do you see? Do you see all the dualistic, not in a negative way? Right. I'm attached. That you're kind of playing games, no? Maybe. Yeah. All attachment turns out to be another trick of your mind to put candy on top of something that inevitably will bring you more suffering, bring you deeper into duality. Yeah. So if you don't see that yet, that's fine. But all I can do is say, hey, yeah. that's there. I just want to plant a few seeds for you. Right. right. What might help right now is to rest in presence as much as you can. Yeah, that, that works. That, that works. would really work for you. Yeah. Stay as present as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Drop attachment to self-image. Drop all self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Drop the dialogues that are about yourself that are mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, Drop I, all of that. Right. That would be really good to do. Yeah. If we could get that layer really cleaned out well. Yeah. It would help. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And, you know, what concerns me is that, and I imagine that there are, you know, these um, beings meditating in mountains or in India or whatever, and they have, you know, gone straight up in, like Eckhart told, just right up into the abstract. They're just floating around up there. But I, you know, I'm a psychotherapist and I actually do work with people and we have to do trauma work in the body. And if some of them have done yoga and meditation, and I go, we're going to do, do an experiential exercise, they immediately, I go, so close your eyes, and they immediately shoot up. And it's like, it's like a premature bypass. Yeah. So it's like, I, we have to go back Stay into the body. Stay in the body, yeah. And so there's this fear of this, this reaching these stages, um, avoiding the work, you know, the, the bypass work, and then... Then you create shadow in some form. Some yeah. shadow is going to emerge. Yeah. And um, the yeah. negation of that experiential self that needs to be worked on. So that's my fear is I don't want to like shoot up so high that I'm, I'm bypassing work at the same time. So awareness helps. That's a better word for me. Yeah, it's a better word for you. Yeah. yeah. Stay in presence, stay yeah. in awareness. 
um, and and drop the inner dialogue, you know. Anytime it's like, hey, shh, 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 shh. yeah, just don't yeah. believe it, you know. Yeah. Um, follow your intuition more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's more appropriate for you, and it's funny how your mind is seeing it as 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 negating it. Yes, I don't know what it's doing. There. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's looking for excuses to dismiss. Yeah, it's really scary. I when I start listening to you, sometimes that part emerges, and it's really like very fearful. Yeah. So welcome that fear. Say, okay, what's this about? What's this fear? I'm going to go right in and see. Come on, see how big you are. Come on, terror. Do your thing. Okay. And if you really, really are present to terror, you'll see it's made of nothing. It's nothing. It's just a thought with a hell of a load of potency to run crazy chemicals through your body. Okay. And it has no actual substance at all. I'll let you know. You'll have to go through (laughs) that one. Okay. You'll have to transcend fear and terror. Okay. Did you have to go through that? Yeah. Did you? Can yeah. you share that with us about what that looked like? <laughs> you thought it was story. Uh, the, the worst one, I was actually taking plant medicine. Um, I was taking Santa Daimi. Um, yeah, it was, it was just hell. Every reference point was taken. Absolutely every reference point. And I can remember, I can remember distinctly like, Oh God, as a kid, I believed in Jesus. You know, Jesus was my friend. Jesus was, was the, you know, the label of that inner knowing, you know? I was like, I cling to Jesus. And it was like, even that you made up. Mm. Everything I tried, even that you made up. And it was like, whoosh, gone. Um, wow. Yeah, everything was stripped. And there was a, f- um, a physical sensation of being pulled through a vacuum. A physical sensation that went on for literally hours just being pulled through, like, like the hose of a vacuum cleaner, unending, torture for the physical body, torture for the mind, torture. And I was like, I've lost the battle. I've lost it. I've lost it. In some way, it's annihilated me. Because, because when fear and terror get so strong, no matter how much you want to transcend it and how much you're like, no, I'll sit with this and I'm going to push through this. When it gets so bad, your fight, innate fight to survive, that, that instinct, your mm-hmm. system that mm-hmm. will just, I got to run out of the way because I'm in danger, mm-hmm. that will activate, mm-hmm. that will activate. Sure. Yeah. Even though your mind is saying, no, no, you're, you're fine, something instinctive will, <gasps> I got to keep myself alive. And it even gets stronger than that. And you're like, everything relaxes and you're like, it's beat me. It's beat me. I have nothing. I have nothing. This thing has taken over. I'm lost. It's brought me to my knees and I'm crushed and that's the end of it. It won. I lost. Wow. Yeah, and it, it lasted for days. And, I'm then, just, and then you're still there. Oh, at a hole in my stomach. The sensation was that there was a cavity in my gut. Physical sensation for days. I was just sick. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't, like... Couldn't I vaginally bled profusely during those days? Like just pump, 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 pump. I was just like everything was just brought to the limit. Yeah, and it was hell, you know. And then somehow it spat me out, and I was like, oh, oh, it's all over. It's all over. What, what happened there? It's like, gosh, that's fear. 
that's that's fear playing that's the whole frequency of fear it's like i mm. it tossed me about for a few days you know mm. um and and spat me out the other side of like oh okay i get it now i get it now and and fear never came again you know mm. i i know what fear is i know what mm. it does i know all its tricks maybe not all its tricks but i know its strong ones mm. and and i see through it you know i see through <laughs> it but um but it won during the battle it won yeah. it won yeah yeah, amazing. It's, it's interesting yeah. to hear how you just wrote it out. Well, yeah, you had no yeah. option. It just destroyed me. Like, it yeah. destroyed something. Yeah. It destroyed something. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, go into fear. Let it, let it do its thing. Okay. And if it's strong enough, it will take something from you that you don't need. Mm. Even though you'll fight to keep it. And you think you won't, but you'll fight to keep it. You'll fight yeah. to hang on. Sure. It's our natural yeah. instinct, you know. Yeah, I, feel, I uh, understand that. For yeah. Sure. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Alrighty. Will we have a cup of tea and then start straight with yourself after? How about that? 20 minutes max. Okay. What time are we back? 3.30. Uh, uh, 3.30, we'll be in action. <clears throat> okay, welcome back, everybody. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Uh, and I've been sitting for the last 20 minutes kind of processing what I was just hearing before that, and I'm not sure that I have the same question now. Um, but I'll And try, isn't that I'll interesting s- in itself? Well, it is. It's like something that's all important, and then it's like, hmm, well, and, things move and so quickly. The whole approach we've been doing with stepping out of the mind um, is such an interesting one, because when you do that, all the problems... Seem unimportant. They are unimportant. And, and yes. If I could only stay there. Yes. And, and I guess that's the practice. Yes. But I'm not there yet. So that's so, all right. So, so there are questions. But uh, what Tamako was talking about really resonated. Um, and I've been doing a lot of in- uh, inquiry, uh, trying to get to the bottom of a lot of things that you know bug me. Yes. And I have years of programming. Uh, you know, that it's not okay to be angry, and it's, you know, and I mean, I realized the f- mistake of that years ago, and I, but, but I've become, I did become so good at, you know, something would bug me, and I'd just go, you know, and not even recognize that it was, not even igno- be able to acknowledge to myself oh, dear. that it would do that. Yeah. And so there's, there's stuff that I would bury. Yeah. And, uh, and so I've been making a real effort to dredge all this stuff up and face it and deal with it. And, Great. And so I've done a lot of that. Fantastic. But, but I, I have the sense there are still things that are sort of buried down there that trigger something at times. And I don't know how to find out what they are. And I, I, I wonder if there's any way of trying to, you know, if you don't, if you don't have a clue that what it is that's bothering you, but you think something is, is so, there a way to get at that? Let, let's, let's dig around. Um, so you have a sense that something is bothering you. Well, the reason I say I think something's bothering me is that I have sort of chronic shoulder muscle knots uh-huh. that tend to clench if something's bothering me. Ah, I see. So if this starts up, I mean, and it may be that it, there's sometimes something else that's doing this, but I think very often that's a, an indication that there's something 
gnawing away at me. And that's my only clue that there's something there. So I don't know how to how to dig in and find it. So what do you do when you've acknowledged, wow, my shoulders are all tight, there's something well, happening? I, What's I your next step? I try to be present. Mm-hmm. I try to uh, sort of recollect, you know, what might have happened that uh-huh. prompted something, uh-huh. some thought that I'm not remembering. Uh-huh. And sometimes I can do that. Um, sometimes it's just, it's just not uh, findable. Okay. It might already be finding expression. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you just leave the space for something, it, 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 it peters out. Okay. That could be happening. Yeah. That just, just the availability for it, that, you know, its bark is much worse than its bite. There's no, there's no bite at all. Yeah. It's, just the, it's just the initial, oh, bringing your attention to it, and it's actually already started to dissipate because it just needs a bit of attention. Yeah. Okay. There could be a bit of that going on. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the, 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 the years of conditioning of... Uh, needing to bury things and not acknowledging how you really felt now that you know that that's what was going on do you have you found an authentic response that's right for you when something happens I think so yeah and I'm I'm not really as far as I know I'm not afraid of digging in and finding these things it's just that sometimes I don't know where to look for them yes and I have um, found a lot of stuff, and it's been so interesting to see. And I can, uh, like somebody said earlier, uh, I can sort of see it out there. It was Christine. You know, I can see this snarl of thoughts. Yes. And I, I can see that it's not me. And sometimes that's all it takes. Yes. For it to let go. Good. And so that's, and it's quite interesting. Good. But... Um, but I still have this sense at times that there's just something there that I can't identify. The, the other thing I've been trying to do is surrender everything. Yes. And, uh, and I think I'm getting better at that. But it's, you know, it's easy to surrender things that aren't super important to you. There are a couple of things that, where I feel stuck and, and, and I surrender and then I feel like I've picked them up again. And yes. I, you know. So it's, I keep doing that, but yes. Uh, yes. What's your diet like? Um, I don't know. Uh, vegetables, fruit, uh, chicken, seafood. You're pretty healthy. Yeah, generally. Do you do exercise? Uh, exercise on the bike and okay. uh, skiing and yoga. Okay, and you're pretty active. Yeah, because sometimes. If we can't access something through self-inquiry, through, through watching thoughts, we can get it through detoxing the body, or we can get it through plant medicine, or we can mm-hmm. find it through another means altogether. Okay. Sometimes that's another way. Or it just ain't ready. Mm. <clears throat> Is there just the idea that there's something there, or is there something there? Um, I 
I don't know. Uh, last week, I, th- um, I thought I had the flu. I, I'm not sure that I absolutely did, but I had um, chills and fever and, uh, and really colossal knotted muscles uh-huh. uh, and cold symptoms. But sorry. Uh, so I thought that it was all you know, part and parcel of the same thing. But I don't know why I had the knotted muscles. And I just felt absolutely at the end of my rope, um, like there was something, but I just... And then, I, um, like you were describing, uh, when you were dealing with this fear, uh, I, I woke up one day and it was, it was gone, and I felt terrific. But, right. Uh, right. It, like, it, it had me, and then it just let go. Yeah. But maybe that was just physical symptoms related to a, a flu yeah. bug. I don't know. Body work would really help. What do you think, Derek? Do you see something in the body? I just kind of zoned out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's fine. Uh, what do you mean by body work? Yeah. Okay, I keep... I, 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 I'm just drawn to, like, it, you're not going to find it through intellectually looking at it. You're just not going to find it. It's, it's registered someplace else. Mm. And it's able to give a signal through the body... And a bit of it is able to release, but actually it's somewhere in the body. It's, it's, your body has held it, and your brain can't find it. It's cleverly stored it someplace that in your body. That sounds accurate. That's where it is. And I'm like, okay, what will what, 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 get this out? Like a serious detox? Or, or actually, I'd love to see you getting some deep, deep body work. Like massage? N- n- no. no. Somebody who can hold the space. Somebody who can, I don't know, like... Osteopathy is a good one. Mm-hmm. Something that can really kind of reorganize your body in the way it needs to be so that it can throw off the habits that have lodged in your physical form. Mm-hmm. That's where the blockage is. It's held in your physical form. It's not ready to show up in your mind. Mm-hmm. But your body will respond to, to somebody working at it to move out what no longer serves you. Oh. Okay. All right. You have manual osteopath osteopathy here, don't, um, don't you? I, we must, but yeah. I don't know of anybody. So if anybody does, I'm, if somebody knows yeah. a good person who can hold the space okay. and who can clear stuff through body work, yeah. Or a Ralfer. I'm drawn to an osteopath more than a Ralfer for her. Yeah, osteopath. Osteopath. Yay, yeah. Selena, give you okay. a reference. That would be really good. Do a series of treatments. I want you to get your body open. Open your body. Open your joints. Open your organs. Open the whole thing. All right. And see what comes up. Because I've tried everything, you know, for this over many years, and nothing seems to do anything. That's a symptom. Yeah. Your shoulders are a symptom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's in your body. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Dive deep with it. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Good. Thanks. Yeah, sure. <coughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hey. I am um, terrified right now. 
That's all right. Bring the microphone closer and take three slow, deep breaths. And don't think about anything. Your mind is just going to create all kinds of stuff. That's all right. That's what mind does. This is part of the work, just putting it to the side. And find your own centre inside. Your own potency. And when you're ready, talk from there without judgment, without doubt, without... And don't analyse it afterwards, nothing. Just we're going to honour whatever comes out. There's no right and wrong. It's just about honouring what comes out. if you want. I have a lot of trauma around sexuality. Um, I've been carrying it around for a really long time. And I've been doing a lot of work around it as mm-hmm. well. Um, and definitely having Rio has uh, forced me to <laughs> kind of take a look at it a lot more and face it. And I... Okay, so I'm going to go into my stories. Okay, got to bring the mic closer. I can hear you. Yeah, um, it's okay. I... Most of my adult life, I've, I've, I've been very promiscuous, and um, I also used to do sex work. And... That's from... I guess my um, personal story with my sexuality, um, and then I also have my mother's um, stories with her in regards to her relationship with my father. Um, I think a lot of women, I guess, can relate to this, but um, her feeling that same kind of. Uh, 
when she was in her relationship with my father, feeling obligated to have sex when you didn't really want to. And it was just kind of like a thing that just women have to deal with. Yes. And um, I'm sure it wasn't just my mother, it was my grandmother as well. And there's a lot of anger there um, that I feel like I've carried (laughs) on. Uh, I have a lot of anger issues. Um, um, with my partner, I, and it comes out in any little thing. I'll just, um, I just don't, it's almost like I have this hate or this, and, um, I, Well, I guess only recently in the past two, two three years I've, I've been doing the work and therapy and I've done ayahuasca and it, it's kind of showed me where it all comes from. And, um, but now I'm, I'm at a place where I understand where it comes from and I know that, you know, it, it's very deep-rooted in my in my body mm. and when whenever I have um, physical you know intimacy even the slightest thing like a touch or a kiss or body, like just my breasts or you know private areas like I, I don't or even just the sexual energy like just yes. having a, somebody or not somebody but my partner look at me in a sexual way I it triggers this thing inside me that I just I don't know how to um I want it to go away <laughs> I'm yeah. like I'm, it's heavy and I'm I'm yeah I want it to I just don't want to continue and I don't know how I I'm, I'm I, fe- I feel like I'm heading in the direction I know yes. it's happening yes um but yeah I just I'm, I'm afraid I and it comes every single time it comes up and I get triggered it's like this fear of not being able to talk or not being able to say no mm-hmm. comes up Yes. And it's felt it through most of my sexual experiences as an adult and and you know, I'm sure carried on from the past. Um, so that's what comes up every single time I get triggered is it's this feeling that I can't say no or I can't communicate what it is that I actually want or what I don't want and I don't know how to get away from that how to how to just enjoy it and just be me and I remember enjoying it all you know it was a different kind of enjoyment but you know I want to try to channel that now in a healthier way and I I feel like I'm you know almost there but not quite and I don't know what to do I don't know how to get there because I still feel like there's this block 
that comes up. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay, two things are coming to mind. <clears throat> One is, I'd like you to own your body. And there's an exercise that's very useful, <coughs> which is going through your own body and naked in front of a mirror is a great way to do it. And you're literally claiming your body. And you're like, these are my breasts. I own them. <laughs> Only my permission will dictate who touches them when. And you work right through your body. Right through, in detail. Reclaim your body so that, so that your energy field begins to recognize it's mine. I'm the one who says yes or no. It's like you've forgotten that wiring so your body can be anybody's for any purpose. And you're like, whoa, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. It's yours. Take it back, girl. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Take it back. Take it back. Do that exercise many times till you feel like, oh, whew, there it is, <laughs> you know? It's mine again and it's bloody beautiful, you know? <laughs> till, you, till you have it and you're in your own skin comfortably. And that your body isn't about sex, but it's your body. And it's about sex if you want it to be about sex, but it's actually your body. And your sexual expression is for you to use and has nothing to do with how it's going to be received by anybody else. So all of that ownership must happen for you. All of that ownership. That's key. From there... It's good that you've got one partner at the moment because he can jive with you on this. Um, from there, if, of course, you know, if you're actively with somebody, sex is kind of in the air, you know? It's like, he comes in and out, you know, all the time. And it's like, I'm going to have to say no until I say yes. So let there be a while where you're saying no. Just like no. Even if, and then like, I'm saying no, and now let me think, actually, would I like sex? Would I like to be touched? Would I like intimacy? Would I like a kiss? So say no. That will set up your boundary. And then give yourself the space within your boundary. What do I want? Because it's like you've forgotten how to check in to see what do I want. Because you didn't have permission. You, you never had it. So, and, and when somebody else's uh, invitation is there for some intimacy... You're, 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 you're distracted. So you need to kind of push that out a little bit. Give me five, you know? And then you figure out, actually, I can't, babe. Sorry. And then, yeah, okay, but I'm going to have to say when to stop. And you start playing like this so that you're able to listen to your body around what you enjoy and how far you want to go. But you can't do it unless you start that conversation by a No. Because then you've got your own energy field again and it's you communicating. You're listening to your body. 
without the other person's desire infiltrating and influencing you. So we've we've a few things to do. They'll help a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like I can try to that that no part is difficult. Um, yeah. Just even saying saying the word no. Yes. Guilt comes in where you're like you, you feel like this person loves you. Of course they want to. But that's their desire. Do you have to fulfill everybody's desire? No. Not anymore, girl. <laughs> Done. 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 <clears throat> so from your own history, from all the women up the line, the energy that you know you've 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 gone on that track, you know, you're breaking it for all of them. You can do it. You can do it. But learning how to say no, yep, that's a whole new skill. And you your I think your partner will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But but saying no is just you taking a breather to figure out do I want to, do I not? A man, the last three times I said no to him, I will. It's like, I have to say no again. If I have to say no again, I'm saying no again. So honouring yourself to that, to that degree. That you cannot be dictated by somebody else's desire. Not for a while. And then it'll be like, oh, okay, all right. So, you know, and that's give and take. Yeah. But that can't come for about six months for you. It's going to take that long <laughs> for, you, for you to be able to, you know enjoy giving into somebody else's desire yeah. but but it's got there's a a piece of ground to be covered first mm. makes sense yeah. all right yeah. you claim your body all of it you own it and you feel the potency of it and the beauty of it and let it be yours full-on ownership of it full-on dualistic ownership has to happen here there's a place for all of it it has to happen here that it's your property. That you're choosing to feed your baby with your body. You're choosing. Not, not his demand, but you're choosing to support him in this way. Even every time you feed him. Yeah. It's like, no, I know he needs this, but I'm choosing to give him. It's my body. Just That makes me happy that you're saying that, because that's one of the things that like, when, when you have a baby, like, and the sexual trauma it has come up with breastfeeding yeah and it it's like how do you how do i deal with that because it's like i i want to yes you know feed my baby but it it brings up that yes stuff it does too. as if you don't have choice again because there's another demand yeah it's another <clears throat> demand being pulled from you but embracing your own power your own potency owning your own body you decide you decide it's like babe this time you're getting a little bottle of distilled water or whatever it is that they give. And it's like, you're going to get rehydrated this time. Food next meal, okay? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> you know? Okay. Thank you. So you have two different exercises to do. Yeah. Both are critical and they'll help hugely. And for the first one with the mirror, is yeah. it every day? Or, or do it till you feel like... You're getting dressed in the morning and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is my body. I want you to feel that. You know, when there's any contact yeah. with your body, it's like, yeah, this is my space. It feels good in here today and it's just mine and the rest of the world can bugger off. This is mine. You know, yeah. I want you to get that feeling. Okay.
Thank you. Yeah, sure. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Oh, just this woman and then Christine. This woman. Didn't you have your hand up earlier? Yeah. There's a few women who got a rock there. You okay? time I thought of it it was winter and I just thought oh okay yeah um and sometimes you know even though even though some kind of guidance is given at satsang like this is really important for this lady I mean that that's going to get her out of it but some things it's like the idea of it is actually enough you know it, it works like that sometimes it's just like you're giving yourself permission to do something and it's like oh I actually don't need to do it at all because you've kind of gone there and somehow the shift that would come from it already has happened by you embracing the idea of it. Yeah. So sometimes it goes like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I just, it just took, I remember thinking about it and then I had to put some stuff in place and um, by the time it, it just was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, okay, I guess that was last spring, I uh-huh. think. Um, and um, then I, um, I had a rough year from the fall till now in, in physically, which is weird for me because I'm very healthy, but I, I broke, um, and, and part of my, the reason I was talking to you was that I'm kind of stuck and in my, in my path. And, um, last fall I broke one of my toes and it was a very bad break. And I was sort of up sitting up with my foot up for three months and, um, I lived by myself. So it was really challenging and interesting. Um, and then after that I got some other, I got something else wrong. Anyways, from, from September until now, and my foot actually is hurting a little right now, I, I haven't been doing anything, and I had just started running before I broke my foot again. So it was, I was like, okay, I'm going on the spiritual path, but I've been on it for a while, and I'm stuck. I'm going to get unstuck. I'm going to start running again, right. and I'm going to start doing things. And all of a sudden, a succession of things happened that went, it's almost like consciousness is going, oh, no, you're not. You're not moving. Girl. You're not moving. And literally, I've been, other than traveling to see my son and, and traveling to see a friend, I have been, even at their place, not doing very much. Um, and so I'm still stuck. And you were talking earlier about yourself and your what happened to you and everything would go, well, that's kind of, kind of what's been happening. And I had... Um, the year, last year, I had some pretty profound spiritual awakenings. I had a, where the whole world did this into a cube, um, and yes. I was nothingness and everything. I was yes. everything and nothing at the same time, and it was, it was pretty mind-blowing. Yes. But then it came back, and so I've been having some experiences. Um, sometimes I, I still see, not often, 
ghosts, I don't know what you call them. Um, I, and in trying to break through this stuckness, I've done ayahuasca six times. Great. Hasn't really done anything, ah. so I st- stopped. Wow. I did mushrooms, that didn't really do anything. And um, so I've kind of stopped the plant medicine because I'm uh-huh. still stuck. And to the point where last year it was almost like the veil was getting little permeated holes in it. And then there was that big hole. And then it started. And it's just kind of shut down again. And I, and I did get depressed because I was stuck doing nothing. And I felt very disabled. And that's not good for me because I've never broken anything. And I've always been lucky enough to be very healthy. And I've been having, uh, you know, I come to see you and I go to Paul and I have beautiful Mark Ross, who I talk to. Um, but I'm, I'm stuck and Mark gave me some very good advice, which I found hard to do, which is weird because I used to m- meditate, just keep meditating. And I was having twitches and I don't know if it's Kundalini or whatever, arches and all kinds of weird things happening in my meditation. Anyways, long story short, I'm still stuck. And but when you t- you mention everything disappearing for you, I'm I'm realizing that's what's happening, and it's kind of weird. I've lost interest in everything I used to like, like everything. I used to be really passionate about stuff, and I this seems to be the only thing I have interest in, and I kind of fake it with my friends like they'll want to go out and have a glass of wine and I go but while I'm there I'm kind of going what the fuck am I doing here you know because I don't have any interest in it but I'm like faking it and all I want to do which I just finished doing was I spent I gave up my computer and everything so I couldn't get on it because I find a lot of sadness comes up for me and I get on my computer to do stuff just to to balance the, the amount of sadness and pain that comes up when I'm alone a lot. And, and so I gave away my computer in the last two weeks. I've done nothing but meditate and be at home. And it was really tough the first three or four days. Um, <coughs> really tough. A lot of crying, a lot of sadness. But then I got into this where it was just kind of peaceful and everything. But it was, But it's still... I guess my question is, it's still... Like, I've had glimpses of this, but I feel like I'm in this big void, and I'm not interested in life anymore. Like, if someone were to hit me with a car tomorrow, I'd be all right. I just, eh. Because it's just, I mean, it's, it's not that I don't like life. I have a little dog. I like going for walks. But there's not, it's just this kind of grayness that's, that's and everything is disappearing as far as interest. So um, my question is, how do I finish this off? <laughs> because it's weird. It's just, I'm not interested in the life. This personality is sort of there, but I'm not really sure anymore who it is. Um, I've had moments where, where I, I went to a Paul Hederman talk last fall, driving home, all there was was seeing and driving. I don't know how to describe it any other than that. Yeah, that's there was nothing sense. else there. Yes. I, this wasn't there. I yes. nothing, nothing at all. Yes, just seeing and driving. Yes. And is the grayness 
And the sadness, is that there when there's... No. When that happens, when that kind of... When the, the me disappears, it's blissful. It's... But it's... But there's no me. There's nobody being blissful. It's yes. the weirdest thing. Yes. yes. Um, but, then I, but then it comes back. And lately, other than the last two weeks, because I've been really meditating, there's, the veil has just been... And so it's been like, I'm not really in life anymore. But I'm not getting glimpses anymore, so I'm just kind of like, like this, like, okay. And, and what's wrong with that in-between state? Uh, why does that compute to being stuck? It's unfamiliar for the personality that comes, because the personality is still back at that point, and it's, this person used to be very driven and very successful. And so there, I, I was, you know, the, I was used to like, and in the grayness, there's, I mean, I get up, I sort of eat. And that's another thing. I'm not even interested in food half the time. It's very, I have to make myself eat. Um, I eat, I play with my dog, which I really get a lot of pleasure out of. I don't know. It's just very... It's different. I, and the only desire I seem to have these days is to go live near the ocean. That's the one desire that's left. The rest of them are kind of disappearing slowly. Yes, yes. Um, and maybe the pressure is still, the, the one thing is my family. I'm, I still have a lot of judgment from my family. From? My, my sons. From them? Yeah, from mm. them. You know, my, and my, my you? family. It, I think it still does. I'm trying. I like. I just finished Gary Renard's Disappearance of the Universe, and that it's a cliff notes for the Course in Miracles, which I read four years ago. Um, it's helped. So I've been practicing a lot of forgiveness, forgiveness, okay. forgiveness, forgiving people for judging me, forgiving myself, okay. just forgiving, forgiving. It's helping. Okay. It is helping. Okay. But I'm just wondering. I guess. Other than meditating, is there any way of? I'm interested in why you want to shift it. Because I feel like I'm straddling something. I feel like there's one foot here and one and foot here. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Yeah. I guess nothing. Okay, it's unfamiliar, so... It is. Maybe I'm still, jud- maybe I'm still judging. Maybe the me is still judging me or the yeah. whatever's happening. Yeah. Like, oh, you should get your shit together and yeah. finish this off or do something. There's something that's rejecting the current experience. And yeah. the current experience, I don't see any problem with that, you know? It's, it's kind just, of that no man's land and yeah. that phase happens too. Yeah. So what? And it's unfamiliar yeah. to the personality. So what? Yeah. Why, why is... None of this computes to it being a problem. <laughs> but it is a problem for you. Yeah. It's not okay somehow. And I'm interested in that. Yeah. I'm interested in that part of your thinking that thinks that it's an issue. Because uh, it, it just it's uh, it could be it's judgment, I think, yes. on my part. Yes. That, um, you're rejecting it for You're some supposed to be doing something. You're supposed to, the whole you're supposed to I'm probably my mother's voice, my wonderful, lovely mother who's no longer here, pushed me a lot to be successful. So it's probably you're supposed to be doing something, you're supposed to be doing something. So can you just be a bum for a while? Yeah, but I've been, I've been, it's been six years. So, we're well, counting, are we? 
and, I, and only a certain amount is tolerable <laughs> or something. For me, six years is a lot. Well, for the me, the me, that's a lot. I started working when I was 10, you know, so. Um, the outside of time part doesn't care much. And I see having time. It's really funky for me these days. Very strange. Why, why, why isn't strangeness normal? Why is there like, this is how it looks and this is how it should be and I need to get there and I'm there, but I need to get there. I need to finish this off. And it's like, really? It's, it's because, okay, it's, it's the me. It's the personality yeah. that's finding it weird. Yeah, it is. So how do I get rid of the personality? So I don't find it weird because this is, it's like the straddling. How do I is, get rid of the I know, I know. I don't weird. find it weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's because there's, there's in here is saying, is this is like, it's, this doesn't connect with, they don't connect. Like there's this and this is wonderful. And then there's the personality that goes, oh, you're, you So which one is in charge? The heart or the head? Oh. Or the inner and the head or whatever, what do you call it? Honestly, most of the time it's the heart and it's not me doing it. There's, okay. there's, a, there's a definite path or doing that happens. Yes. And most of the time it's, it's that. Okay. Yeah. So there's let it burn itself yeah out. why why is there any space at all given to the mind who says it should not be so <laughs> how come its voice is um, still taken seriously and it's allowed to reject things and you're not seeing that all it's doing is just rejecting what is it's finding something wrong with how it is yeah. wants something different it's that's desire. You're saying desires are falling away. I hear a lot of desires. Yeah. They've just gone to a more subtle layer and they have you. They have mm. you. Fear. Sure. Because it's, I, it's, I have no idea. I mean, I kind of, sort of have a glimpse, but it's like... <laughs> Man, it's simple, like, but it's, it's not. It's hard. You need a bit of courage. Yeah. You need a bit of trust. Yeah. And you need to start recognizing these, this layer of subtle desire. Yeah. It's not okay that it looks like this. It's not okay that I feel like this. I, I don't like, you know still having a pain in my foot and I'm sick kind of laid up since September yeah. like all these judgments it's, this is just desire you might as well be saying I want sex, drugs and rock and roll you, yeah. you might as well be saying that it's yeah. just a layer of, of desire okay but your mind is interpreting it as being stuck and stuck is not good stuck is fine yeah stuck is fine stuck <laughs> is part of the path you know <laughs> just rejecting what is it's just another layer of like make it different yeah it's like no <laughs> okay <laughs> okay
see it. You see the layer that's going on. I do. I do. Yeah, you got to kick it in the butt. I do. Wow. Yeah. The day that it presents mm. is just fine. If sadness comes up, it's fine. If loneliness comes up, it's fine. Yeah. Be with all of it. Whatever wants to express through your form, don't judge it, don't criticize it, don't negate it, don't resist it. Be with it. Whatever comes up, be with it. Okay. Would you think doing another ayahuasca or more, does it matter, the plant medicine, or does it... I mean, it's, I've seen more beings while I've done it. Oh, that's about it, really. Yeah. And I saw past lives. No answers, or not answers, I guess maybe there is no answers, but just, I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to do anyways. I have no idea. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> laughing. Yeah. You see, that would then give you something to do. Yes. And what I want you to do is sit with everything that you think is not fine, because it actually is fine. Okay. So. Okay. I'd be kind of contradicting myself if I said, do this, do that, do the next. Okay. All right. Yeah. Find the place of where there is nothing to forgive. Ah. Okay. That part of the story has you as well. It's useful when you're in story, but it's kind of moving the furniture around. Yeah. Well, it's just... Find it, yeah. you know, as yeah, opposed yeah, yeah. to grab that concept. Oh, Jack said there's nothing to forgive. It's like, no, 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 no. I know. No, 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 no. Find, that's, find it. That's, boy, that's a lot of unraveling and letting go. Wow. Okay. There's nothing to forgive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hang out there. That's the only thing to do, really. Just hang out. Just hang out. And whatever the mind is telling you, it's like, Bugger off. This uh, is just fine. This is what's presenting today, and it's just fine. Yeah, but you were always somebody like bugger off. Yeah. This is how it's presenting. We're not going to analyze it. We're not going to look at it. We're just going to be with how life is presenting today. So that your mind isn't so active on rejecting what is. We need to stop that loop. And, you know, I thought of going away somewhere where there's nobody to bother me or judge me. Like you're family. judging yourself. I'm judging myself. I am. I am. I am. And but then I thought that then I'm not going to deal with it mm-hmm. if I just because I'm just going to come Correct. back to it. My Correct. my kids are still going to mm-hmm. say, "Mom, where's yeah. the job?" Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Just sit with it. Yes. Tell them you just want to be useless for a while. You know. <laughs> yeah. Don't if you keep that. if you keep it light. Yeah. If you know it's light, if you're comfortable with yourself, yeah. they'll be fine. Okay. Okay. They'll get it. Thank you. Sure. You're welcome. <laughs> Bit stiff. Hi. It's all right. Hi. Oop. Yeah. Uh, I just want to talk about. Um, uh, I have this generalized anxiety and fear. Uh, a feeling of the uh, biggest fears are poverty and being uh, alone. And it's funny, it's, it's a bit uh, stronger today because actually just down the street is a place where I grew up. And 
I don't have good memories of that time. It was a real struggle, struggle, and uh, and so a lot of yeah this anxiety and this this feeling of doom and gloom is pretty big right now, and uh, I just want to be able to deal with it better than I do, because what I do is is try to escape the fear, and I tend to turn to food, and uh, often I would. Uh, um, um, just be a couch potato because I was just literally afraid to go out in the world and uh, turn to uh, alcohol, right? So, and I also f um, uh, used to, uh, I escaped everywhere, you know, like I escaped, you just tried to get away from these feelings and there's sure. no getting away from them. Okay. You know? So both of these fears are in the future. Are in the future. Right? Aren't they? Yeah. Fear of being alone, the fear of being poor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, you know, and it's, but the thing is like, uh, um, I know right now it's okay. Everything's okay, supposedly, right now. That's great. Okay. That's great. But the thing is, when I s anticipate... Why do you go to the but? Everything what? is okay right now, but. But. So, go why but? Yeah. Okay. Can, can, can we drop the but part? Um, when I sink into uh, a space of calmness, the, the aware space, it allows me to sort of wash away that tenseness. Yes. You know? Yes. And, uh, but then my mind goes nuts. <laughs> You know, and and I get triggered easily, and uh, to and get panic attacks, and uh, and then what do you do with it though? I don't know. How how do I deal with that? So you know, in the present, that everything is okay. It's not exactly the way I want it, but really, there is nothing that I need to be afraid of. I think. You know, it's just that I like to have more uh, of something else. Like I want to lose weight, get in shape, and yet I have resistance to doing that, you know. And uh, um, it's, it's, it's not easy to, to, like, and then I get myself upset because I don't stick to a program. Yes. And uh, um, whether it's diet or exercise or a course, and then... Mm -hmm. I punish myself through food and alcohol. Yeah. And stupid relationships with sure. idiotic men. <laughs> not, I'm not idiotic, but uh, uh, I put myself into situations where I uh, really get involved with uh, <clears throat> men that I shouldn't be involved with. Sure. Right? Sure. And uh, sure. so I, uh, I keep, I've had a session with you and you know about my story with, with yes. my teacher at the Course of Miracles. Yes. Uh, and uh, so, what about you loving you? Loving me, uh, I have to do more of that. Be kind to myself. Do you love you? Not completely. No. Why not? I don't know if I ever did. You know. Do no. you deserve to be loved by you? Yes. Yes. I think so too. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and so... Uh, Can we work on giving that love to you? Okay. Uh, how? <laughs> Can you let yourself receive it? Yes, I have to be kind to myself. I have to really start cherishing myself and, you know, yes. take care of uh, myself uh, and, and, and build up my self-esteem so that I can yes. start doing things. You know, <laughs> not do what everybody expects me to. You know, that's another one. Sure, sure. I too have a, an elderly mother that I have to take care of. And, and my family has dumped her, uh, the responsibility on me to take care of her. And I have a lot of resentment <laughs> about that. Sure. You know? Sure. So I wanted to go to Quebec for a few weeks to detox. Yeah. Because there's like yeah. a place where I can just drink <coughs> water and fruits. Yeah. yeah. Fruit juices and stuff like that. Yeah. And that would be great for me because that would clean me out. Sure. And I could get away from the insanity at home. Yeah. You know? So I don't have that much more to say, but I know what like uh, the biggest thing is feeling afraid of being alone. So uh, um, I wanted to uh, break up with my relationship with my uh, teacher, of course, miracles, and uh, but there's a part of me that knows he's. It's not good for me to, to have this kind of relationship. But then, I'm afraid of being alone, so I stick with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and it has to... Have, I need to have it turn around somehow. Yes. By giving yourself something better. And if that means going through a phase of... Not having stuff. So like, so, so the quality of what you're giving yourself at the moment, a lot of it hurts you. Yeah. You're hurting your body, you're hurting, you know, you're, you're not giving yourself the best. Right. When we're changing it around to giving ourselves something better, there's usually a phase where the old is dying off, but the new habit hasn't started. Yeah, it hasn't set in. Yeah. So that phase in the middle is usually what we're most afraid of. Right, right. So if you disconnect, for example, from those habits or that guy, if you disconnect, there might be a phase where you're upgrading your own, right. what you want. Right. And while that change is happening, you might be alone. But yeah. it'll change again. Yeah. Life is not going to forget you, Christine. Okay. It's not going to forget you. That's the biggest one for me, being uh, feeling alone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and yet I, you know, like uh, I protect myself against a lot of them too, because I end up uh, eating and drinking to get a good layer of padding that I think will repel men, but yes. uh, often they don't care either way. It seems, and uh, <laughs> they're just happy, you know, if yes. something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I want to do it for me, yes, you know. For I want you. to do, you know, for re you. regain my um, uh, figure. But 
sabotage that all the time. You keep sabotaging yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So on one level, what keeps you stuck is is or keeps you in in that loop is the fear of change. Yeah. What is it going to look like? And uh -huh. at least I know the way it is now. And if something changes, uh, it might get worse. Right. So the devil I know, please. Uh -huh. Rather than the right. devil I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So you keep the cycle going. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> the phase of not knowing where, it, where it's going to go. Yeah. Welcome that. Welcome that. That's, Welcome that's, that. That's scary. Yes. <laughs> You know? It's keeping you repeating the old loop. Right. Welcome that, not knowing where it's going to go. You're not going to die, fall off a cliff. Nothing is going to happen. Right. It's just unknown. Right. We can go into it with curiosity, with a sense of adventure. Right. And with a like, all right, God or universe, whatever language you want to use. All right. Okay. Over to you now. Okay. Over to you now. I have no clue. And I hope to heck somebody out there knows because I haven't got a clue. But I'm going anyway, blindly. That leap of faith is necessary now. Yeah. It's necessary. Yeah, that's scary. That's it scary. is. It's huge. It's the big fear. Right. Because that's what keeps you repeating the pattern. Yeah. Insanity. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, but that fear is in charge. Right. Right? Yep. So we're going to have to ride over that fear and say, I'm scared of it, but I'm going to have to trust that others have walked this before And they've survived, and I guarantee you they have. Right, right. Okay. And it's like, all right, something, something, whatever put me here is going to have to be in charge of this next phase. Right. I am walking into the unknown and give me some courage here. Right. That's what I lack, courage. <laughs> yeah. It's like trusting the universe, trusting what you really are, trusting whatever you want to call it. It would be good for you to kind of... Um, I think have faith, have faith in something, whether it's your higher self, your guides, God, the universe, nature, nature. There we go. Okay. So trust nature, the essence of nature, right? The energy of nature yeah. to take care of you. Right. Okay. That sounds wonderful. So you got to say, okay, nature, I know you have the wisdom and the intelligence to know what the unknown looks like. All right. I'm scared of my shadow here. Yeah. Be with me here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And walk into it. Walk into it. Okay. The, nature is trying to teach you about faith. Uh-huh. Walking the, the path less traveled, going into the unknown. Right. You know, there's a, a community of monks and they do their meditation uh, at night mm -hmm. and they... It's a walking meditation, and the only light that they have is a little stub of a candle, like two inches of a candle, is put into the top of their shoes. So there's a little circular receptacle here for a candle. Really? Right? In their shoes. So all they can see is like six inches around their foot. Right. Okay. That's, that's all they can see. So that's their faith, that they'll be all right. Yes. And all they can see is they lift their foot. They don't know where they're going. They're in the dark. Pitch dark in the woods. I they don't know where they're going. One. You are practicing it. <laughs> it's right ahead of you. Yeah, okay. And it's like really slowly, really carefully. All right, that foot is down. I've got to lift this up and I don't know where it's going to land until I am ready to land it. Right. 
And that's what it does, is it teaches them not to imagine anything and to walk into the unknown. Every step is onto, One into the unknown. One step at a time. One step at a time. Right. Not knowing where you're going is normal. Not uh-huh. knowing what the future holds is normal. Uh-huh. But your mind has set up a whole load of fears around it. Absolutely. You see? Yeah. But it's normal to not know where we're going. It's uh-huh. normal. That's, and uh, that's faith. Faith. Okay. Maybe go to church sometimes just to... If that will help, please do. Okay. Pull well, in know. like, okay, I'm going into the unknown here. Come on, help me, help me. I'm right. going into the unknown. And go into the unknown. Right. And it will be the greatest gift you can give to yourself. Because okay. what you're doing is walking away from self-sabotage. That's what you're doing, really. Mm-hmm. You're walking away from self-sabotage by going into the unknown. So you're going to kill two birds with one stone. Kill, kill two birds with one stone? Yeah. Okay. Do you have that phrase? Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Okay. Feed two birds with one hand. Kill two birds with one hand? Feed two birds Feed with two one Feed two birds with one hand? Okay. There's a non-violent version of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Faith in nature. Yeah. So anytime the fear comes up, nature, I'm trusting you, I'm trusting you, I'm trusting you. So instead of feeding the fear, you've got to trust nature. Right. That's your antidote, that's your band-aid, that's your anchor that you've got to keep coming back to. I'm right. going to trust nature. Yeah. It's, and, uh, and you it's can... Very, it's it's uh, what will help, I know for sure. Yeah, it gives you because a sense I love of ease. The, yeah, it does something the, for you. Yeah. yeah, and your big openings have happened with nature. Nature is carrying you. Yeah. But you won't let it carry you, you know? You're not letting it carry you in the next phase. Let it carry you. Mm-hmm. Hand over. I'm at your feet, nature. I'm at your feet. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Thank you very much. I have... Uh, um, there are these uh, uh, places that I went to where uh, it was a... Um, it was uh, an Ayurvedic practitioner yeah. right yeah and uh there's also a, a woman that was like a shaman yeah and uh they did a lot of uh meditations involving motion uh-huh you know uh-huh. like qigong yeah yeah and yeah. other things that would be good to do too because i need to move my body around a lot more than i do sure yes but i'm more interested right now in having an antidote to the fear. To the, to the fear, The fear yes. of being alone, the fear of being broke. Yeah. It's like, nature, I know you're going to take care of those two things. Right. I'm handing it over to you. I'm handing it over to you. And rest in nature and relax your system. Yeah. Yes. That's where we have to start, so that your thinking pattern changes. Okay. If your thinking pattern changes, you can make practical moves. Practical moves, yeah. That'll come, but you've got to change your thinking first. Because when you're fear. stuck in fear, you can't do anything. Yeah, no, I am, I'm absolutely terrified a lot of times where I'm, yeah. I'm just lying around. I could see you sitting there and it's like there's so much fear around you. Bless you. <laughs> so much fear around you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like this is where we've got to start. It's okay. like any time it's like, oh, there's the fear, there's the anxiety. It's like, okay, nature, I'm giving it to you. I'm handing it to you. Right. And you rest. Hand it over. And you rest and be present. It'll come again, hand it over again, and be present. It's like, right now, I'm okay. Right now, this is where I am. Okay. Right now. 
So just it's a step to become present. Yes, okay. Because I heard fear passes. It's just an emotion. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it's nothing really to be afraid of. Supposedly. Nothing at all, no. no. So hand over the idea of what you're afraid to to nature. <clears throat> okay. And stay in the present. Yes. If we can tackle that one, the, the ability to love your body and treat it in a different way will come. Okay. Yeah. Okay, there's two right. phases. Very good. Okay. But you have a bit of work to do now. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. Thank good. you very much. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yes. Hi there. Chris. Yes. Hi, Chris. Yes, I know your face. Thank you for the name. <clears throat> okay. I think... Um, I don't really know why I'm necessarily up here. Because I don't really, when it comes to your field, non-dual, that I have any fundamental questions or doubts. I've been kind of circling this area for like a long time. But I'm not a realized person. So I'm wondering how the two can be can coexist. Unless I'm kidding myself about not having any questions or doubts. Or is this, I'm sort of in this zone where I just have to be kind of patient. I have a spiritual path, which I'm kind of, it's called Sufi, you know what it is. Uh And we have a teacher who's, I think, I mean, what do I know? But he's where you are. But the feeling I've had with this for a long time is that there's no movement internally. I have no no doubt that he speaks the lingo. But there's no, as I said, there's no movement. We do a lot of physical stuff, dance, chanting, yoga. It's a bit different kind of Sufi practice. But the definition of a good workshop is where we feel kind of like stoned, drug stoned, dense. And that's fine, but it's, it's kind of the same thing year in and year out. And I don't feel like there's much fundamental kind of, I mean... Well, it's just like I'm kind of, I feel like we're doing, I'm I'm treading water, more or less. Now, since I started to get kind of reacquainted with Vedanta, first I met, the first contact I ever had with Vedanta was in 1980 when Swami Dhananda came to talk. And he had some (coughs) lectures over at U of T. And I came out of there in the morning feeling two inches off the ground and my body felt incredibly light. Mm. And I had no idea what it was and I didn't care. But I've never had that feeling with my own teacher. It's this kind of dense thing, you know, and it's kind of year in, year out. And it's only when I sort of started listening to Muji and then you last year where there's this kind of quickening feeling I felt internally where there was lights going on and there was a kind of a lightness and a clarity which I don't have with my own teacher. So I don't know where I'm at. I'm not asking you to kind of prescribe anything. I'm just describing my own condition because I have no other thing to do unless I should stop doing which I like being around spiritual work. But I think it has to be goalless and purposeless, which it's always been. Because I've never had any desires for God or enlightenment or anything else, you know what I mean? But I'm still, I'm wondering that I think there is something to be realized, but I don't really have a picture of what it is, and I don't really care what it is, because I think it's got to be coming out of the moment. There's no futurity to the whole thing. But at the same time, I'm quite aware that there's a part of me which is slightly awake, perhaps, maybe, yeah, I don't know for sure. 
because I don't know where I am with this whole thing. But I have, like, when I went down to our camp last summer, I felt less needy about our Sufi group. Like, I needed less to get something out of it. You know, and, and it was like, I don't know whether I'm kind of sort of moving back away from form, where that's the answer to why I'm not feeling as attached to that. I don't know what it is. But I don't know what to do because my teacher is very good and quite enlightened, in my opinion. But I don't know why the goods aren't getting delivered. I know, you know, I'm supposed to be enlightened but not realized. You know, that's the kind of situation. So I don't know what I'm going to ask if anything. But I just want to put this out because it seems like there's this interesting coexistence between um, not having any questions and no doubt whatsoever because I haven't ever had any doubt about the truth of what you what this is internally. I don't intellectualize. I don't need to know what it is. But at the same time, um, I, I know I'm not a realized person. So it seems like there's a kind of a, a weird thing going on where the two are coexisting. I don't mm. know if you have anything at all to say to any of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of verbiage. It's not at all. It's great. It's great. <clears throat> so, so one way to maybe understand it, or to put another color on it, there's what your, what the Chris guy knows, what the Chris brain package knows, and then there's yours pure consciousness, right? So you as pure consciousness gets it all, and then there's the the Chris brain that that kind of runs a little bit of a different story. Is that true? I'm not sure the Chris brain really does run a different story. Good, because. As I said before, there's a pretty deep certainty in me about the truth of what this is about. And, and that's Chris, not pure consciousness? I think so. Okay. Can you feel the difference in yourself? Yes. Yes, I can. Good. When, when I'm in contact with that, when, when I'm in touch with pure consciousness? Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. There's stuff, I mean, obviously, day-to-day activities, up and downs, but there's always a presence in me at some place where there's there's a stillness and a silence and a no question, which is where the no doubt thing comes in there. Now, that doesn't mean that within that, as I said, you know, there's not going to be this and that, but I don't, I mean, I still identify and I still react, but there's a part of me also, which is what I'm saying, is that it's not really interested in that. And in the background, there's always this, this, this exercise you did where you said, go back behind you in your, one of your videos. Oh, yeah. I don't know whether it's actually physical, but it's the point of where there's nothing there and you don't know anything and there's stillness in, and that's fine. Yes. Because I don't need, I don't have the feeling like I need to fill it in with anything. Yes. At all. Yes. You know I'm seeing? So I'm just wondering, like, where I'm at with this whole thing, whether I should, I've actually thought about stopping seeing this guy because mm. it's like I'm twiddling my thumbs, basically, and have been yeah. doing this for 40 years, even yeah. though I like, I like what we do. Yeah. Because it's fun, and the yes. people are nice, and the nature's nice, and everything else. Yes. But in terms of actually, quote, getting anywhere, yes. I mean, anyway, that's the situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you still react, and you still identify. Do you lose the place of knowing? Do you lose touch with, with you as pure consciousness when you identify and you react? At the time, I'm not really aware of whether I lose it or not. All I know is that in general, my, 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 where I am is I'm always aware that it's there internally. 
And so in terms of a specific event, maybe I'm not aware of it, but I know that there's always something that's slightly back that's not fully buying into the scenario in front of me. Right. Somehow, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, right. not, I'm, I'm less fully invested as a person than I was before, but I'm still invested. That's why I'm not quote-unquote realized. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of in this, this lady you were talking about, being in the gray zone and being okay with it. I don't feel like I'm in a gray zone yeah. where, yeah. like, I'm okay. Yeah. I feel okay. Yeah. I've got things I like to do, Yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I'm also aware that, like, when I first started to watch you in particular, there's this, this feeling like this quickening feeling inside. Like this, yes. the lights went on and there's this kind of energy that was coming from the center of me, you know, which I don't get with my own teacher. Yes. Which this kind of like almost sleep state that we're in all the time. It's considered to be like we're getting somewhere. And I'm not sure anybody's getting anywhere down there. I'm, I know I do. You know, we're not supposed to be getting and all that sort of stuff too. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Why do this forever? Sure. For nothing, you know what I mean? Even sure. though I enjoy doing it. But, you know, I'm just wondering, it's just curious that yes. I'm having this reaction to work with you and Muji to some degree, but much more so with you because you're more inclusive somehow with, than, than she. He's more of a generalist, like my teacher is a more of a generalist. You, yeah. you put it out there, you do the court work, whatever happens, happens. But with you, you see more, you kind of touch on more bases. There's more different lights going on here, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, there's yeah. more of a response I have with you that makes me wake up. Yes. more to something that I'm already slightly aware, aware yes. of anyway, that's slightly awake. Yes. But it's not fully awake. Yes. Yes. Stuff all, you know. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Okay. If you and, and you said you have enjoyed and you still enjoy the, the, the movement, the dance, what you do with the Sufi group, have no expectation at all. Drop all ideas that it's going to be anything. I know. Just I for know. fun. It's all, it's all play. It's just for fun. I've done it for play for years. Okay. It's just for fun. Yeah. And so if there's, no, if there's no other agenda at all, it, it's fine. It can continue. It, it's just fine. Does it need to stop? It might. It might not. Right. But your relationship with, with, will change if it's totally only for fun. And I'd like to see your relationship with it changing. I don't know whether I can, given the kind of work it is, because of course I'm going down there and I don't exactly have any intentions or goals uh, any more than I have any intentions or goals when I listen to you. Yeah. Because this is not about goals. Yeah. This is not about goals. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not. So, it doesn't work that way. But the, no, not at all. But, and I'm aware of that, and I've been aware of that for a long time. It's, fun, it's like I'm a bird circling around, and this is, it's down yeah. there, right? Yeah. I haven't been able to land on it yet, and I've done a lot of different a lot of different modalities. Yeah. Like, I'm not dissatisfied. I'm not yes. pining yes. and I'm not discontented. Yes. But I'm also aware what's going on. Yes. True. Yes. You know I mean? Okay. 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 I'm not asking, maybe you can't give me, I'm not asking for any answers. I'm I know you're not. Yeah, I'm kind of just playing with it and, and yeah. kind of seeing, okay, where, where, wh- what would be holding up the, the, the absolute clarity and certainty and the rest that comes from it because there's something not quite at rest you're okay with it but the, but yet there's a feeling that something kind of unfinished or you haven't landed you know it's well there's, I mean you can say that there's some sort of desire in there still I mean you know yeah. because I mean the point of view you know that the self doesn't need it doesn't need it doesn't need fulfillment because so the, the whole thing with desire is unnecessary. So am I desiring there? I don't feel like I'm in a state of desire when I'm down there, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. But I'm also okay, good. no, I'm not never have because I like what we do, and so I don't yeah. go down there with any projects and any I got to get this and get that. But I come back and I think, yeah, well, you know, like I'm in treading water again after another. F- 
So why do you run that thought after you get back from Because that's what, my, that's what my experience of where I am consciousness-wise is. It's not a thought, it's an experience of where, where I'm left after I do the summer workshops. That, that I'm not any more kind of like illuminated, or however you want to put it, than I was when I went down there. But that contradicts if you don't have a, a desire around it, or if you don't have an expectation around it, yet there is a, a, a qualitative you know, assessment of how you experience yourself afterwards, yeah. you can't have one without the other. You're running something subconsciously there. I'm just kind of reporting on a state I have, a state of being that I have when I come back. Yeah, you know, but the else. seed of that comes from some expectation you have that you're not seeing yet. Work with me. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, I, I guess the, 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 the ego or whatever you want to call it is kind of basically unfulfilled, so it's always trying to grab onto something. So maybe, even though I'm enjoying that, I'm doing that at an unconscious level because I still haven't realized what I want to spiritually. So what do you want to realize spiritually? Well, I can't, I don't know, because I'm not realized. Okay. How do you know you're not realized? I know I'm not. How? Did you know you were, did you know, before you were realized, which I think you are, I can't speak for you. Let's just say you are hypothetically, but for real. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't mean to be it cheeky. It in the dialogue. Like, oh, it's fine. I don't mean to be cheeky You can be here, cheeky. I'm pretty I, I know I can with you. Yeah. I, can, I can be cheeky. But before, you, you were doing all ayahuasca, you were doing all these things. Okay. You knew at that point that you were not realized. Yeah. Did you not? Yeah. Okay. There you go. I'm, I'm the same. And, but, and I knew that I didn't know what I was looking for. I remember yeah. one sister of mine saying, what are you looking for? You for? Yeah. What? Why are you so driven? Why are you going off and hanging out in Peru? And right. What are you doing? I said, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know. But this thing is driving and I'm going along for the Correct. ride. Correct. But I don't know what I'm looking for. There's a very interesting image I have to throw in here before I forget it. I've had this image of myself. I don't know what it's related to, but it may be related to this. Of a rope around my mid-waist going off into infinity, pulling me towards some sort of blank space. I don't know where it's going or okay. what it is all about. All right. This has been going on for a long time, okay. and I don't know what it is, and, I, and I'm totally comfortable with it, Yeah. and I have no idea what's at the end. Okay. I know the rope, there's no thing I can see, but the rope is infinitely long, and yes. it's around my midwife. Yeah, yanking so you out. I don't know whether all yeah, this yeah, ties yeah. in or not. Yeah, yeah, those images are very useful. I like those. But the thing is, I didn't know at the time that I wanted to wake up. I didn't know. All I knew was there was a pull. I didn't know what, where I was going. I didn't have the language for waking up. I didn't have any of it. Mm-hmm. And after the truth was seen, I didn't know for a long time mm-hmm. until some guy in India that I just, some Indian sadhu, started asking me questions. Yeah. You know, and I was like, no, of course I'm not here. You know, when did you believe a thought last? I'm like, how would you believe a thought? Hold on now. How would you believe a thought? And I couldn't find it. How, how mm-hmm. Even the idea of believing a thought had gone. Mm-hmm. And it was a couple of years, you know. It was a couple of years after it. Like by the time it was actually reflected back to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is called being awake. Mm-hmm. You see? So I didn't know what I was looking for. And when it happened, I didn't know it happened yeah. either. So... If there is a registering of an experience 
wondering if you should go and do the Sufi practice or not. And if there isn't an expectation beforehand, then that feeling is directing you to something. That feeling afterwards, if it's not sown by an expectation that it should feel a certain way, but that independent feeling is arriving afterwards saying, I don't feel so great. If it was me, I'd stop for a while. Yeah. Well, I th- if I'm it's independently arising... Well, the thing is, yeah. I don't, you know, the thing is, I'm not, quote, getting anywhere here. I know yeah. there's nowhere to go, blah, blah, blah. Sure, you know, sure. But I mean, you know what I'm talking I do, about I do, here. I do. So, and it sounds like your experience is similar to mine. The thing is that I like to get out of Toronto in the summer. I like to I like to physically move. It's yeah. very healthy. The food's great. Right. It's in New Mexico, right. which I love New Mexico. I love right. the Southwest. Right. And, um, you know, if you were in Toronto, I'd probably see you on a regular basis because it's it's you're very distilled and very laser-like in the way you approach things. It's very pared down. Ours is very kind of fuzzy around this, kind of fuzzy. But you're very, very aligned and very clear. So it's very useful to me how you how you teach, quote, unquote, teach. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. So I watch you on YouTube frequently. Okay. And, um, you know, I probably would, you know, if you were, but this is all hypothetical. You need like a direct sword I need, instead of yeah, instead of a yeah, process-oriented thing. I need some, yes, okay. I do. And yeah. I need somebody yeah. who, who, because I think I could do that work, but I don't have anybody to do it with. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Except vicariously, sure. not vicariously, but indirectly through YouTube, sure. you know what I mean? Because I do watch you regularly because you have very, very good, very good YouTubes. And okay. They're all good. And good. It's, it's all drawing yeah. me back. But it, it, when I, last summer when I went down to the camp, I, I went down there with kind of like a ho-hum attitude, like, I don't need this as much. And I'm not, yeah. as, I'm, not as, I'm not as attached to it. It's almost like I'm going, I don't need a formal, I've never needed a formal religion, but I mean, leave it even less now. I'm kind yeah. of moving into some kind of formless yeah. place and I don't have any anxiety about that at all. Yeah. In fact, I'm, you know, I just, I want to go into it, which is I think what this thing with a rope is all about. Probably. Yes. It's pulling me into this void. Yes. And I don't have any, any anxiety about yes. what's at the end of that Yes. Rope. It might be interesting if you took a vacation someplace else in New Mexico next summer, you know, if you just, just went some, take a log cabin someplace or do something entirely different. Mm. Just, just go on a fishing trip or yeah, do yoga in the mornings someplace in some class yeah. or just try something different that's not so routine yeah 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 it's just become, it's become quite routine yeah just t- take a shift just shift something shift, shift out of it but give yourself the advantages of what it gives you you know Funny. getting out of Toronto etc that kind of the thing, the thing is that the guy's good I mean he knows his stuff sure. he's, he's like he's sure. he's from Baghdad he's from Iraq he's a traditional but he's got a he's sort of molded our path to western people so. sure but it's very good sometimes to take a break from a teacher yeah, yeah. and you come back to it in a different state yeah I agree and it's not turning your back on them it's just like a break. I just gotta a break. take a break and see how I feel and see how I rearrange yeah. myself yeah, I've thought of that. and is there like attachment to them is there you know do I am I running the story that I'm going to miss something what, what am I running here and it gives you a really good idea to clean out whatever is going on there I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting less attached to to spiritual practices in general, yes, but I'm still, yes. but I'm still fairly disciplined. But I don't have any rules. Yes. At the same time. Yes. So I'm, it's kind of like going into open space. And yeah. Words, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. It's it needs to get a little bit looser, or yeah, a bit looser. 
Yeah. Maybe I should just drop it. Maybe I should just drop it for a while. I would drop it for a bit, but I would still my, take a break. My flight for the summer. Yeah, but go someplace else in New Mexico. Yeah. Find out a, a yoga retreat or a detox center or a something else. Do something else. Yeah. Okay. Why not? And just see. Well, what it's like, what's it like? You're not cutting cards. Sure. You're not. You know. Yeah. It's no, like you're, you're just you're just try something else and try that out and see what happens and see what comes up for you. Yeah. Is there a sense that you're missing, that you're... Yeah. How is it to just go off and sail your own yacht off without yeah. the support of the group? be interesting to see what that's like. Sure. If you go your own way and disconnect, what does that bring up? Right. That'd be an interesting thing to do, you know? I work with people online uh, monthly, yeah. If, yeah. if you're interested. It's there. Yeah. It's there. You can do it through my website and we just Skype. We can do that if you want. My, my, I'd like to do that. Yeah, actually. you know, whenever you, you're thinking, like, I just want to... Contact. Sure, yeah, it's there. Thread going here because it's very, very... Yeah, and drop it when it doesn't work and pick it up when it does. You're in charge, you know? Yeah. And, and I like people to be in charge of their own path. Exactly, have to be. Be in charge of it. You, you decide, mm, okay, I'm, I need help now, you know? Or there's something I'm not seeing now. And then get help. So yeah. be the driver of your own path. For sure, for sure. You know? Okay. Yeah, let's, let's try that. I'd be interested to hear sometime next year, if whatever, what's it like? What comes up when you don't do that Sufi camp? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've done it in the past, just to finish up, because I've taken a long time. I've Sorry. done it in the past, you know, for one reason, for one reason or another, I wasn't able to go down. And yeah. I didn't miss it or not miss it. When I went down, it was like blah, blah, blah. It was like, it was like neither here nor there. I didn't yeah. have to go. So, well, you know, it's certainly worth, I've, I've already made some financial commitments, so we'll see what happens. But you say yeah. I could also go down and do something else. But anyway, it's just, it's definitely a good thought, I think. Yeah. Given you the know, situation. I, I remember having a layer of making financial commitments to things that were, I thought, on my spiritual path, and then absolutely I can't do that. Yeah. And neither can I ask for a refund. I can't do it. Really? I have to invest the money in it and it's done and not go. I've had that one happen yeah, to me. Sure. So don't let money be in charge right. of your path ever. Right. Right. Ever. Right. It does not have enough power. Don't give it to it. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Sure. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's time, folks. Are you weak? Yes. You all right? <laughs> it's kind of an intense day, eh? Good, I hope I hope there's some bit of opening somewhere. And if not, sure it was fun. <laughs>